Hello, and welcome to another episode of Joyful Recovery in Christ, a podcast dedicated to Christians in recovery. While we use the traditional 12 steps as a guide, we clearly define Jesus Christ as our higher power. In fact, the highest power. And we base our recovery on a vibrant faith in Jesus. One thing is certain, in Christ there is joyful recovery from whatever you're facing today. I'm your host, Pastor Jim. Today we're continuing with our current series that we're calling The Walk. In the New Testament, there are nearly 100 occurrences of the phrase, in Christ. This phrase is used primarily by the Apostle Paul, although we also find it in the book of Hebrews and in the letters of Peter. The first mention of this concept is found in the book of Romans, chapter 6, where we read, quote, In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus, close quote. There are great benefits connected to being in Christ. For example, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. In Christ, all will be made alive. And those are just a few. So how are people who are dead in trespasses and sins, as scripture tells us, How are they placed in this most wonderful position of being in Christ? Well, in his letter to the Ephesian church, Paul says it this way, quote, By grace you have been saved through faith, and this faith is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them, close quote. So God gives sinners faith as a gift, and through this gift, people are created in Christ. Truthfully, being in Christ is a stupendous reality, It is breathtaking to be united to Christ, to be bound to Christ. For those who are in Christ, here are just six of the many things that that blessing brings. Number one, in Christ you were given grace before the world was created. 2 Timothy 1.9 says, quote, He gave us grace in Christ Jesus before the ages began, close quote. This truth reveals to us that we're in Christ because that's what God wanted, and God made it happen. Number two, in Christ you were chosen by God before creation. Ephesians 1.4 tells us, quote, God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, close quote. Since God chose believers to be in Christ way before the world was even created, our will had nothing to do with it. It couldn't. 
Why? Well, we weren't even around then. Number three, in Christ you are loved by God with an inseparable love. In Romans 8, 38 and 39, Paul reveals that truth. He writes this, quote, I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord, close quote. Again, this is a love that is outside of our behavior, either our good behavior or bad behavior. God loves sinners like us because God chooses to love us in Christ. Number four, in Christ you were redeemed and forgiven of all your sins. Ephesians 1.7 says, quote, In Christ we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins. Close quote. As our Redeemer, Christ paid the price to free us from sin. And the price was his very life in exchange for your life and mine. Number five, in Christ you are justified before God, and the righteousness of God in Christ is imputed to you. Listen to these words from 2 Corinthians 5.21. Quote, For our sake God made Christ to be sin who knew no sin, so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God, close quote. And number six, in Christ you have become a new creation and a child of God. Second Corinthians says, quote, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come, close quote. This is, of course, part of the new birth in Christ, also known as being born again, or more literally from the Greek, born from above. Again, those of us in recovery know what the old nature is capable of doing to sabotage our life, as well as the life of others. We tore through our life like our own personal wrecking crew. Many times we had little or no concern for the consequences of our actions. The act of doing our third step turns our will and our life over to God. That is only possible for us to do by God's grace. Through that grace, we're then able to, quote, improve our conscious contact with God, close quote, as we read in step 11. And when we're in Christ, the blessings we talked about today are, are a natural part of our life. We surrender to God. We seek out ways to increase our conscious contact with our Lord. Why? Because we want to, not because we have to. Because in Christ, our life, along with its desires, has been changed. 
We close our time together today with these words from Ephesians chapter 1. Quote, You also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in Christ with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. Close quote. Well, next time, we'll begin our discussion of the work of that promised Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. We'll talk about how the Spirit of God empowers our walk with God. If you can, please join us. Until then, this is your host, Pastor Jim, wishing you God's richest blessing.